Okay, good morning everyone. A very happy Easter to you. Good morning. It's lovely to be together on this Easter Sunday morning. Christ risen from the dead. We get to live in the good of his victory over sin and death. Isn't that wonderful news? And uh, I, my name's Andrew. I'm one of the leaders here. I just want to say a very, very warm welcome. It's a special Sunday for us. We're baptizing five of our friends this morning. And uh, if you've come because uh, you've got somebody being baptized, a particularly warm welcome to you. It's lovely to have you with us. Do know we're an informal church, okay? So if you want to sit as we're singing and others are standing, that's absolutely fine. If you want to stand when others are sitting, if you want to, that's fine. Uh, Enjoy yourself. Have fun. uh, Be relaxed. Uh, As I say, we're very, very informal. If you're a guest amongst us, whether you're here for the baptisms or just happen to be checking us out today, can I just tell you, we have what we call a welcome pack. It looks like this. It's on the table over there. And these lovely folks in yellow uh, polo shirts and purple hoodies uh, are also around to help you. So if you've got any questions or anything, you need some help, grab one of them and you can pick up a welcome pack after the meeting. A couple of other uh, bits of uh, information you may or may not want uh, uh, or need to know. Uh, first one is if you've got children with you, we love having children with others with us. This is an all-age service. Don't worry if they're making noise. They're absolutely fine. But if you think your child would benefit from getting out of this room for a little bit of time, there are some toys set up out in the cafe area. It's going to be an unmanned creche area. So you can go, but you need to stay with your child. Uh, uh, so children, please take your parent with you and uh, have fun playing out there. That would be great. Um, What's going to happen now is we're going to sing a few songs in worship and Jason and the band will be leading us in that. After that, we're going to hear a little bit of each of the people getting baptized's story. Uh, we call it a testimony, a story of what, how they've come to know Jesus. And then we'll uh, uh, probably have another song and then we'll baptize folks and then we're going to finish with Nathan uh, teaching us from the Bible very briefly for five or ten minutes. So that's roughly the format. If everything goes according to plan, it'll be about an hour and a quarter, somewhere around there. Um, But we'll see how it all works through. Great. I'm going to hand over to Jason. Please lead us. Thank you. Uh, If you're willing and able, please stand. Yeah, we're celebrating this morning that Jesus has risen from the dead. Let's uh, let's celebrate together. Let's sing together. And uh, I'm just going to pray quickly. Lord, I, I thank you that you rose again. You died and you made a way for us, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that your death wasn't the end. I thank you, Lord, that we have freedom in you, Lord Jesus. And we celebrate that this morning, that you rose again, Lord. Help us, Lord, this morning. Give us joy. Give us freedom and worship to you, Lord. We thank you. Amen. Greatest day in history. Death is beaten, you have rescued me. Sing it out, Jesus is the life. The empty cross, the empty grave. Life eternal, you have won the day. Shout it out, Jesus is the life. He's alive. Happy day, you wash my sin away. Oh. 
Thank you that we will never be the same. Thank you, Lord Jesus.
let's just be still in uh, God's presence this morning. You might, uh, might not know what that means, like to be still in God's presence, but if you do, why don't you reach out to him this morning? Even if you don't, you can reach out your hands if you feel comfortable. The King of Glory is here. The risen Savior is here. And he wants to meet with you this morning. If you don't know him, he's here with open arms. And he loves you. Let's be still in his presence this morning. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're here amongst us. Thank you that you love us. Thank you, Lord, for the sacrifice you've made. We rest in your presence this morning. We, we thank you. We come to you, Lord, with thankful hearts. Thank you for what you've done. We praise you this morning, Lord. Yeah. 
risen Lord Jesus. We gaze on you this morning. We see you in your glory, ascended to the right hand of the Father, conqueror of sin and death, the lover of our souls, has made a path that we can come into eternal relationship with God Almighty. And we worship you. We say thank you. Thank you for all you endured. Thank you for all you are. Thank you for all that you've given to us. That we get to be called children of the living God. Brought into a family. <laughs> given a place. Given an identity. Given security. We want to say we're thrilled. We're thrilled at all you are and all you've done. We're thrilled at your provision. We're thrilled at your love. We're thrilled at your grace, your mercy over our lives. And we say thank you. Thank you, Jesus. And we fix our eyes on you. And we say thank you. You are wonderful. And you're worthy of all our praise. Amen. Man, if I could invite you to take a seat, please, if you can find one. If you're struggling to find a seat, I think we've got a few over this end. A couple, little block down here if you're looking for seats. Okay, no, we're all doing good. Fantastic. Guys, thank you so much. Well, this is the uh, point we're going to come to now is where we're going to ask uh, each of the five people to come and share something of their story of how they came to faith. Now, you may think you look friendly, but can I just say, when you come up here and you're not used to standing in front of a crowd of 250 people, it can feel quite intimidating. So as I ask each one to come up and share this story, can you give them a little cheer or an applause or something which says, go, go for it, we're with you, okay? Do we need to rehearse that or do we can do it? We can do it, good. Right, Julie, where are you? Julie Lydgate, come and join us and tell us your story. Let's welcome her. I first heard about God and Jesus when I went to Sunday school and joined the girls' brigade. The church asked me to ask God into my heart, but at the time I didn't fully understand. I went off the rails for a while when I married and had kids. I went to church sometimes, which helped my faith. I needed some, some help from Christians against poverty, and it was through them that I met Eve, it was in a bad place and I didn't know what to do to get through it. Eve encouraged me to come to the church and since then I've noted lots of positive changes in my life. I, intended, I attended an Alpha course which has helped my understanding about God and Jesus gave me more confidence. Eve, Eve has helped me by visiting me, reading Bible and praying with me. I told Eve, I think I've got all the teaching now. She was so pleased for me. I now pray more and I see God answering my prayers. I used to run away from things, but now I don't. I focus more on God rather than on my mess of anxiety. And I'm seeing good things happen as I pray. I've given all, all, all hope and now I have hope. God has changed me on the inside. I see God has a love, loving, powerful God. That is why I want to get baptised today. Well done, Kelly. Fantastic. Well done, Julie. Laura, are you going to come next? Laura, come on and tell us your story. Let's welcome Laura. Before I started my Christian journey, I was a sinner with no belief in God's word or that he gave the life of his only son in order that our sins would be forgiven. I thought all religion was a cult and mocked all of those who believed. 
Walking into the Alpha course last summer, I was ready to disprove everyone there. Yet slowly the words of our Lord and Jesus began to have more meaning. Joining Rob's Alpha course in October with a new approach, praying that God would come into my life, and this and many other prayers have been answered since. I would like to spend special thanks to Mari, who has been there every step of the way and who witnessed my receiving of the Holy Spirit on the 26th of November last year. It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Luke chapter 5, verse 31 to 32. This verse has resonated with me since our small group started the Foundations course. Jesus came to me as I was in need of a saviour, allowing myself to enter the kingdom of God and experience his love. Harvest Church has made me feel so included. It is not just a church, but a family and a community. Seeing so many happy at my dedication to Jesus filled my heart with joy. This new chapter is just the beginning. God walks with me in every aspect of life, listening to prayers and giving the gift of the Holy Spirit. Knowing God forgives as repentance is shown. Being baptised today marks another step in the journey and increases my relationship with the Lord and Jesus. Fantastic. Well done. Aren't these precious stories? Yeah, each one of us has got a story about how we come to Jesus. Some of us takes years, some of us takes weeks or days. But I just love hearing these stories. They so encourage me. We're going to have another one now. Rose, come and tell us your testimony. My partner, Gary, died, passed away 10 years ago. It was very anti-God. Just before he passed, I found a Bible open in his bedroom and was found out he had been into church praying. All this got me thinking about who God is and what it's all about. A few years later, I needed financial help from Christians Against Poverty. They told me about the Helper course, where I could find out more about God and what it was all about. We did that at Pete and Debbie's house. One of the talks was about the Holy Spirit and it was then that I first felt God's presence. God was with me. It was good and I knew God was real. During the church service, I realized that I understood and believed who Jesus is and what it is all about. Mark Rumsby helped me pray and asked Jesus to come into my life for me to trust God. My faith is growing over the years by doing Bible studies with my good friend Marilyn. I have since changed in my life. I no longer drink alcohol or fight in the town at weekends. It just doesn't appeal to me anymore. I'm calmer and even my kids say to me, Mum, you are more polite and you don't have a dirty mouth anymore. A few weeks ago, I kept hearing a little whisper in my ear saying, take the next step. I believe this is God asking me to get baptised in the next step of my journey with him. So this is why I want to be baptised today. feel speechless. I'm, I'm going to hand on to Richard because I don't know what to say. I, these stories are just phenomenal. Richard, let's welcome Richard to come and share his story. Yes, good morning, everybody. I'm uh, not a public speaker by any length of the imagination. Um, uh, my journey started like most of us all at a certain age, from the attentive infant cross-legged in the school hall through to the seated of rebellious youth. At secondary school when punk rock was all the craze. Our school, our school assembly of hymns and parables were the foundation and guide to how we should live our lives, but more importantly, how we should respect each other. Whilst, of course, they read from the Bible, they never explained how to know and love Jesus or that he died for me and he sacrificed himself for all of us. 
Our lives move on and away from school, our focus moves on to more worldly things and whilst the lessons were never forgotten nor discarded, they seem to fade into the distant past. Some decades later, I found myself in a dark place, finding fighting the wrong battles and not seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. It was then my closest friend Jackie introduced me to the Alpha Course, and through the mentorship of Rob, Clem and Mari, I realised that I was the missing piece of the puzzle was faith, and faith in Jesus. After a temporary struggle and much praying, today I find myself here in the wonderful community of Hilton. This is where God wanted me to be. And what a sorry, I'm nearly crying here. And whilst I am still finding my feet, I feel at peace and can look forward to what lies ahead, knowing that God has a purpose for me here. I still have some way to go into knowing Jesus, but I want to let him into my heart and guide me on the remaining journey ahead. I've got 20, Jeremiah 29 11 uh, for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans for welfare and not of evil uh, for you for, sorry to give you future and hope Jesus changes lives. It's as simple as that. Lives transformed by the power of Jesus. Isn't it lovely hearing these stories? We've got one more. Kevin, where are you? Can't see you. Oh, there you are. I'm looking in the wrong place. They're all over there. <laughs> Let's welcome him. Uh, good morning, everyone. I'd like to thank you all and my family and friends for sharing my baptism on Easter Sunday. What a great day to be baptised. It's perfect. It's, I'm, so, I'm so happy Easter to you all. When I first came to Harvest Church, I was asked two questions by people I met. Why did you come here and why Harvest Church? The reason I came here was because my life was not complete spiritually. God and Jesus were saying to me, I want you to get to know us. So I chose the Harvest Church, not because it was three minutes away from where I live, or the free coffee and biscuits, but talking to you all, the warmth, the welcome, and the reasons why you became Christians made me think, this is the church for me. That was my first stepping stone on my journey. I was then invited to attend the Alpha course, which helped me with a great deal with my relationship with Jesus and God. And a big thank you to Rob and Mari for their guidance and answering all my questions. Another stepping stone. And with my baptism, my journey goes on. Reading through the Bible, a verse which inspires me, and it's very similar to the last talk, is Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Thank you and bless you all. Wow. Well, I don't think there can be any doubt why these folks want to get baptised. It's very clear, isn't it? Jesus has calmed and transformed their lives and they just want to take this next step in a journey of faith with him. And that's so exciting. We're, we're going to have another song. Uh, the band are going to lead us in that. Feel free to stand. Um, and then after that, we'll move on to the baptisms. Over to you, Jason. If you're willing and able, please stand.
Okay, please uh, take your seats. Thanks, guys. So we're just about to head into the baptisms. Just a, a, a few bits of information before we do that. Um, just want to highlight, uh, baptism is a sign. Okay? What's, it's a sign about what's happened on the inside. One of the folks that they were sharing talked about how the inside of their life had changed. The person's recognised Jesus as Lord over their life. They've repented of their sin. That is what we've done wrong in our rebellion against God and are choosing to live for him rather than themselves. But it's also an important statement. It's a statement saying, I'm dying to my way and I'm going to live for Christ. And that's what's happening this morning. It doesn't mean these people are perfect. Like the rest of us, they'll sometimes get things wrong. But their heart's desire is to recognize that Jesus is their Lord and their Savior, and they want to live for him. And being baptized is a way of publicly proclaiming my, their lives have been changed, and they're going to do that. Can I just say, if uh, you're here today and you want to find out more about what baptism is all about, we have some little booklets. They look like this. They're over on the information table. Uh, and... Um, you're very welcome just to take one. They, I think they may say there's a price on the back, but they are free. So ignore the price on the back. They are completely free. We'd love you to take one. If you've got any questions, you want to find out what baptism means, it doesn't mean you're having to become a Christian or anything like that. It's just some information which you're very welcome to pick up. So in a moment, I'm going to invite Kevin to come up to be baptized. A few practical things. Um, children. We know you love to come forward to watch these things, and we want you to come forward. You're really, really welcome. But if you're under seven, can we please ask you to bring a parent with you? Okay? So if you're under seven, please bring a parent with you. The reason for that is we're saying please stay off the stage. Okay? There's various health and safety issues. You stay off the stage. So you can come and sit down on this floor here. You can come and stand on the floor down here. That's absolutely fine. Adults, you're welcome to come forward too. But uh, let's please, everybody, just stay off the stage. That would be fantastic. 
And then the way we're doing the baptisms uh, this morning can be slightly different. Once we've baptized the person, instead of praying for them while they're in the water, they're going to come out and over to that area over there, to the, uh, the right of the stage as you're looking at it, and people will gather around to pray for them. And uh, as Christians, we believe God speaks to us with words of encouragement through the scriptures, but also a sense in our own spirit of God wanting to say something. And we want to encourage you, if you're a believer here and you want to go and pray for any of these people as they get bapt- once they've been baptized, please just work your way over there. Uh, what will ha- be happening as that prayer happens is other people will be being baptized. Okay, So it will, uh, it will all work out fine never done it quite this way before um and right over at the far end of the auditorium there's a table with cards on baptism cards on if you're sensing god speaking to you for one or even more of these people please can i encourage you to go and write an encouragement in that card uh, for that person so they're over there you can do that during this, uh, this next sort of 30 minutes of chaos or you can do it after the meeting that's absolutely fine and finally if today you're thinking i want to get baptized Now, we can make that happen. We do have clothes you can get baptized in. And uh, so if you're just stirring in your spirit and you want to really have an earnest conversation with somebody about, can I get baptized today? Come and have a word with Nathan down here. So on the front row, wearing a check shirt, if you don't know him, that's him there, the guy with the hands in the air. And uh, he would be very happy to have that conversation with you. Okay, right, we're going to get this lectern out of the way. Rob, do you want to get in the pool? I'll get in there and then we'll uh, ask Kevin. Children, feel free to come forward if you want to. So, Kevin, there's a a word I have for you from from the Lord, just to encourage you. Psalm 46, verse 10 says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in all the earth. God is saying to you, remember, there is nothing that God cannot do in your life. Don't fret about whether you're doing things the right way. Just trust the Lord. Let him show you his ways so you can walk daily, hand in hand. Kevin, are you declaring by this act of baptism that you have repented of your sins and you have turned to follow Jesus Christ? Yes, I have. Are you choosing to be baptized as an act of obedience to Christ and declaring to all here that you are following Jesus as Lord? Yes. We now baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.
So Richard, I have a, a word for you as well. Psalm 100 verse 3 says, Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. So we are his sheep, and he is our shepherd. Trust him to always be there for you and to look after you. He will guide you in everything that you do. Remember, he always knows best, but he wants the best for you. So, Richard, are you declaring by this act of baptism that you have repented of your sins and have turned to follow Jesus Christ? I am. Are you choosing to be baptized as an act of obedience to Christ and declaring to all here that you are following Jesus as Lord? Yes. We now baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Julie, I have a, a verse for you. Psalm 16, verse 11. It says, You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. And as you've said through your testimony, God says, I am setting a new path before you. The old has gone and the new is here. I shall guide you and all I ask of you is that you follow me day by day and enjoy being in my presence. Julia, are you declaring by this act of baptism that you have repented of your sins and have turned to follow Jesus Christ? Yes. Are you choosing to be baptized as an act of obedience to Christ and declaring to all here that you are following Jesus as Lord? Yes. We now baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Deuteronomy 42, verse 6. Be bold, be strong, for the Lord your God is with you. You do not have to do anything now in your own strength. The Lord promises to guide you and to show you how to serve him day by day. Are you
you declaring by this act of baptism that you have repented of your sins and have turned to follow Jesus Christ? Yes. Are you choosing to be baptized as an act of obedience to Christ and declaring to all here that you are following Jesus as Lord? Yes. We now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Rose, the verse for you is from Mark chapter 12, verse 30 to 31. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The Lord loves to see your passion and excitement for him as you learn to trust him day by day. He will continue to teach you and guide you in his ways. Do not worry about his love for you. It never ceases. Rose, are you declaring by this act of baptism that you have repented of your sins and have turned to follow Jesus Christ? I do. <laughs> are you choosing to be baptised as an act of obedience to Christ and declaring to all here that you are following Jesus yes. as Lord? Yes. <laughs> we now baptise you in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit.
Lord, we worship you this morning. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. Thank you for what we've just witnessed this morning. You are worthy of praise. Thank you, Lord. We're just going to hand over to Nathan. He's going to lead us in the word. Wonderful. Well, take your seats. My name's Nathan, I'm part of the leadership team here. It is a great Sunday to be together. Happy Easter. What a morning we've already had. I don't know, how can we top it? How can we top what we've already had? It is amazing. I am, and when I was a child, uh, I remember one specific Christmas. I know it's not Christmas, but bear with me for a moment. I remember one specific Christmas where there was this big present wrapped up Use that. No, not yet. Is that it? There we go. Good. We're back in the game. Come on. I remember, I don't know whether you heard a moment ago, I remembered back to this Christmas uh, as a child where there was this big present wrapped up. And we played the guessing game in our family of who was the biggest present for. And it was like, because of course it's the biggest present, it's going to be the best present. And uh, so I always found it was never for me, never for me. So uh, this, uh, this Christmas came along and uh, I went, no, it's not for me, it's not for me. And my dad suddenly said, Nathan, it's for you. I was excited. I opened up this massive Christmas box, and inside was a duvet. <laughs> it was the most disappointing. I mean, I'm very grateful now, you know, for a duvet, but at that age, I was like, I do. You know what? This morning is so exciting. It is nothing like that. Nothing like that. The, the promise of Easter and the expectation of Easter is met in abundance in Jesus. It's, Jesus is not a disappointment. We have already had a wonderful me- morning. We're going to finish in about 10 minutes' time or so. But before we do, I just want to bring a quick encouragement this Easter Sunday. We've had the privilege of hearing these precious stories and witnessing our dear friends getting baptized. Stories of Jesus revealing himself and rescuing people. And in the Gospel of Luke, in the Bible, in Luke 24, verses 1 to 8, it reads this. It's going to come up on the screen. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee, the Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. I wonder if you can try to imagine what those women who approached the two must have felt in this moment. As they approached, just the confusion. There were guards before, guard in this tombstone, and now they've gone. This tombstone had been rolled away. What's happened? Where are the guards? Where's the stone being moved? Who's done this? What's happened? They would have felt potential fear. These two angels appear before them. It doesn't exactly happen every day, does it? The biblical impression of angels is that they are big, shining, and fearsome. They're not these babies with kind of wings on them that we typically see in pictures. They're full to your knees kind of beings. And then they have this realization. There's a moment in every Christian's journey where realization and faith collide together. Where the head knowledge suddenly drops to the heart and becomes faith. Now in the Bible we find that there are many names for God. 
Many different names for God. Ways in which he reveals himself to people or to an individual. Or times where names of God are, are through encounters with God. From Emmanuel, meaning God with us, to Jehovah Jireh, meaning the Lord our provider. Some of the na- these names will be familiar to us and some of them will be uh, less so. There's one name, though, I was reminded of this week uh, as I was preparing for this Easter Sunday, and it was this. It's in a story in 1 Chronicles 14 in the Old Testament where King David encounters the God who defeats his enemies, and he names that place where that happened Baal Perizim. Baal Perizim. And you might not, what on earth does that mean? It means the Lord who bursts through the Lord who breaks out he said this is the Lord who bursts through my enemies and so I was encouraged and I was filled with faith this week as I thought on that name Jesus is the Lord who bursts through Jesus is the Lord who breaks out of death and that tomb that he was in he was in that tomb there's no doubt about it Jesus died a horrible, painful, body-punishing death. He breathed his last and his heart stopped. But in Jesus, though, we find someone who has not only died but has risen again, who burst through the shackles of death in that tomb. His heart started to beat again. Blood flowed through his veins again. A new resurrected and glorified body. No more pain. No more suffering. It was finished on the cross. The Lord who burst through. Even death cannot hold him. Overcoming death. Overcoming sin. Overcoming shame. Overcoming separation from his father. For us. For me. And for you. He burst through the shackles of death for us. So that we too, like we've witnessed this morning in this pool, can burst through in new life in him. Friends, there is hope for us today. Easter Sunday. There is hope for you and me this morning. There is hope for the Christian of what God will work for good in what's already happened in our lives and for what's to come. And there's hope this morning if you're not yet a Christian, if you're not yet a follower. We've heard these amazing stories. My tears have been kind of started to bubble up and I'm like, just hold off, Nathan, hold off. You've got to preach, hold off. But just these stories are what Jesus does in our lives. He comes and meets us as individuals. He sees the crowd and has compassion on the crowd, but he sees the individual. Jesus sees my life and he sees your life. And he sees the pain and the suffering and he wants to burst through with peace and joy and life and resurrection life in us today. The Lord burst through on that day for King David rescuing and saving his people. King Jesus burst through on that first Easter Sunday 2,000 years ago. And today he is bursting through again and again and again all around the world. And he wants to do it right here. He wants to dispel confusion and fear and bring realization and faith. Faith that drops from the head to the heart. Like those women on that first Easter Sunday morning. Jesus wants us to look at him this Easter. I want to encourage us, take a moment today. Just take a moment. Say, Jesus, if you're real and you really did that, can you burst through in my life? Can you do that in my life? He burst through sickness. He burst through pain and suffering. He burst through fear and anxiety and he bursts through the sin of our lives, to bring resurrection life in us. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this wonderful morning that we've had together of hearing lives transformed, 
Not by works, not by things that we can claim to have done ourselves, but by you, King Jesus, the Lord who burst through into our lives. We thank you for these stories, and we thank you for many, many other stories in this room. And we say, God, would you continue to do it amongst us, do it in this town, that you would reveal yourself to person after person after person, that we would see your name glorified and see your life transforming other lives. We pray that in the mighty and wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, we are going to finish, but just before we do, we're going to be serving refreshments, drinks and cookies and all sorts out there. Before we do, just a couple of little bits of news for you. Firstly, as Andrew mentioned earlier, if you're wondering what is baptism all about, or you've just kind of gone, I've just seen it, I don't get it, I've got so many questions, please do pick up one of these books over on the table over there. Uh, You'd be more than welcome to read it. And if you have further questions, come and speak to myself or Andrew or, or the person who brought you along this morning. We would love to have a conversation with you and help you understand more of what it means to follow Jesus uh, in our lives. Secondly, if you are here for the first time, we do have these welcome packs. Again, they're available on the table. Please make sure you take one, understand what we're about as a church. And also, if we can have a conversation of how we can help or serve you, uh, we would love to have that conversation. So again, come and speak to um, myself or Andrew or the person who brought you, and we would love to talk that through more with you. Other than that, we hope you have a great rest of your Easter Sunday. Enjoy time with family, friends, or by yourself, whatever you're up to. Enjoy and know that Jesus wants to burst through into our lives today. Amen? Have a great week.